0: For my brothers and sisters, you whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, stand firm in the Lord in this way, dear friends. I plead with you, Oda, and I plead with you, Sintyth, to be the same mind in the Lord. Yes, and I ask you, my true companion, help these women, since they have contended at my side in the cause of the gospel, along with Clement and the rest of my co-workers whose names are in the book of life. All we are saying is, you know the song. And really that's my message this morning. Uh, taking the words from that great song that John Lennon sang and has been sang at many peace rallies all over the world and still is sang. I'm suggesting that we do exactly what the chorus of that song says. And that we actually give peace a chance, I wonder, was John Lemon just a dreamer? Was he uh, Was he the only one here yeah. <laughs> Well, no, I, I suggest that no, he wasn 't the only one because many people have taken up that that phrase and have sought peace. But the reality is that we live in a world that seems to be anything but peace. One of the sad things about today is not just that we remember all those names of the young men that went and fought in wars many years ago. The sad thing about today is that there are still many conflicts all over the world. And uh, men and women and children are still suffering because of war. And we see it on our television sets. And the danger is that we become one step removed from the reality of war. Although as the refugees make their way across Europe and find themselves in this country, perhaps it's coming a little bit closer. So this morning I just want to say, let's give peace a chance. And looking at this passage in Philippians chapter four, the first thing that I want to think about is making peace with our enemies. Making peace with Paul uh, pleads with two women in the church at Philippi that have had some sort of disagreement and argument that is causing tension and difficulty in that particular place and he pleads uh, for them to agree with each other in the Lord you order apparently means sweet smell and is apparently means friendly. And uh, what we see in this passage is for whatever reason sweet smell and friendly weren't very sweet or very friendly to each other. And there is a danger isn't there that we can uh, stand here and, uh, and tell everybody else that they need to be peaceable and they need to be friendly and they need to be nice to one another. Uh, When the reality is, peace doesn't come naturally, does it? Peace doesn't come naturally. You know, somebody bumps into you, somebody uh, upsets you, uh, somebody mistreats you or says the wrong thing. And I'm guessing that many of us, our first reaction is not a peaceful one. Uh, We might not go to war, we might not become aggressive and actually get into a fight, But so often, our reaction is not a peaceful one. And so this morning, we're saying, give peace a chance. And Paul doesn't only appeal to the two people that have fallen out. He appeals to his fellow workers to help the two people that have fallen out. In other words, to be peacemakers, to take on that role where there are arguments, where there are disagreements, to be the peacemakers. And that is one of our calls as a church, uh, not just within our church, but within our community and within our world, to be a sign and symbol of peace. To be the people that actually put our head up above the parapet and actually get involved. Because peacemaking is not a passive thing. I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where you've actually ever had to stop a fight. Anybody been in that situation where they've actually had to stop a fight? I found myself in that uh, situation where I found myself in between two guys. Uh, They were both about 16 and 17. Uh, One had a baseball bat in his hand and one had an iron bar in his hand. And I found that peacemaking can be quite a dangerous thing because I I was at a youth club and I rushed out the church and there was a big gang of people and there were these two guys and I put myself in the middle of them and then I thought maybe this wasn't the cleverest thing to do because now I was in a position where maybe I could get hit as well. You'd be glad to know that I didn't. And I uh, managed without any violence to to break up the fight and everything resolved peacefully. But that's not always the case. Getting involved in peacemaking can actually be quite dangerous because you put yourself in a situation uh, that is anything but peaceful. But if we're going to give peace a chance, then we have to take that chance. We need to help people to be able to disagree agreeably. We need to help people to be able to disagree agreeably. No doubt many of you have been uh, following the presidential election in America. And uh, maybe many of you are not very happy with uh, with the outcome of that presidential election. But what an awful time it was when we saw the two candidates just really going at one another and what a terrible demonstration to the world about how democracy is supposed to work and how democracy is supposed to be the wonderful thing that brings peace and harmony into our world and we saw the two presidential candidates uh really just knocking uh, bells out of one another po- punching each other not not physically but verbally and uh, it is so easy to do that, isn't it? Especially when you disagree with somebody. How often do, does a disagreement turn into a verbal attack about the person's character, or the person's family, or the person's way of living? How often does that happen? We need to help people to be able to disagree agreeably. And we need to hold our hands and say, you know, in the church, Uh, That has not always been the case in church history. Church history, unfortunately, is splattered with people falling out and even falling out in violence. But we do need to show people that we can disagree agreeably, that we can do so without coming to blows. Jesus said, blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons of God. That's what Jesus called us to be, to be peacemakers. So we want to give peace a chance. If it is possible, Paul says in his writing to the Romans, if it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you. Well, very often it does depend on you. It depends on your reaction. It depends on how you respond to what is done or what is said to you. So actually very often it does depend on us. We do have a say about whether we can live in peace and harmony with our neighbours, with our friends, with our family, uh, with people in our congregation. As far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. And again in Romans, do all that you can to live in peace with everyone. Do all that you can to live in peace with everyone. This is a call to action. To do all that you can. So often when people do get involved in arguments and disagreements, everybody else kind of looks away, don't they? Everybody's immediate reaction is, well, that's their problem. Let them sort it out. And yet Paul seems to be saying to the church, well, actually as a church, you need to do something. You need to be peacemakers in, in that situation. Making peace with that enemy. Give So that's the first thing, we need to make peace with, with people that we don't get on with. And how much our world needs to learn that lesson. How much our world needs to learn the lesson that you can disagree without falling out. Being at peace with people doesn't necessarily mean that you agree with everything that they do and everything that they say. It just means that you don't punch them because of it. Making peace with our enemies. And then Paul talks about making peace with ourselves. Give peace a chance. Making peace with ourselves. Do not be anxious about anything. Anybody anxious this morning? Anybody anxious about the world that we live in and the way that things are going? Brexit. Trump as president. Anybody feeling a little bit anxious about the future and about what it may hold? Paul says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything... By prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. I've got good news for you folks this morning. Uh, if you're worried, if you're anxious, the Bible tells us not to be and tells us not to waste our energy on anxiety and worry, but to put our energy into prayer. So don't pray about, don't do pray about these things. Uh, don't worry and be anxious about these things, but do pray about them. Because prayer can make a difference. Give peace a chance. Making peace with ourselves. I meet many people in the course of my work who are not at peace with themselves. There is a war raging inside of them. They are anxious. They are not at peace. And Paul gives a remedy to this by presenting our requests to God. Making peace with ourselves. (laughs) I'm simply too blessed to be stressed. I'm simply too blessed to be stressed. If only that were true, you sit there and think, if only that were true. Well, Martin Lloyd-Jones, writing in his book, Life of Peace, he says, Peace is the whole meaning of the gospel. Peace with ourselves, peace with others, and such a peace can only be received as a result of the grace of Jesus. If we're looking for peace in our lives, if we're looking for peace in our situation, Martin Lloyd-Jones suggests we will only find that through Jesus Christ. We will only find true peace through Jesus Christ. So making peace with ourselves. Give peace a chance. Give peace a chance with other people, but also give peace a chance to work in your own lives. Give peace a chance. And then thirdly and finally, It's about making peace with our God. Give peace a chance. Making peace with our God. And the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Paul goes on to say, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things and the God of peace will be with you. We can train our minds uh, to think about positive and good things And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus, making peace with our God. Tom Wright says, where does the peace of God come from? Why from the God of peace? Get to know one and you will have the other. Get to know one and you will have the other. Our God is a God of peace. Peace. Despite some of those strange, strange scriptures that we sometimes read that suggest otherwise, our God is a peaceful God. He's a God who wants to make peace with people. He wants people to be at peace with each other. He wants people to be at peace with themselves. But most of all, he wants people to be at peace with him. And that's why I sent Jesus into the world to make peace. Making peace with our God. Give peace a chance. Therefore, Paul writes in Romans, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. When we come to faith in Jesus, we have, we receive a peace that does pass understanding. It isn't that all our worries and all our anxieties and all the things that trouble us disappear, but we receive from God, through his Holy Spirit, this peace which enables us to be able to cope in difficult and traumatic situations. Give peace a chance. And Jesus, after his resurrection, came to the disciples, we read in John that though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood amongst them and said, peace be with you. Peace be with you. Max Lucado points out, the betrayed sought his betrayers. And what did he say to them? Not what a bunch of flops you are. Not I told you so. There was no where were you when I needed you speech. No, his first words were just one simple phrase. Peace be with you. The very thing they didn't have was the very thing that that he offered. Peace And he still offers us that today. I like that. The very thing that the disciples didn't have Jesus offered. And maybe you've come here this morning and uh, you feel very anxious. You feel very worried. You're troubled about the world that we live in. You're troubled maybe about family situations, at work situations. Hear this. That our God, through Jesus Christ, wants you to be at peace he wants you to know peace in your present situation he wants you to experience that peace of God that passes understanding in your lives this morning and that can happen that can happen when we ask and we receive Jesus Christ into our lives We can receive that peace. Again, I say, it doesn't mean all the problems disappear. It doesn't mean all the troubles disappear. But it does mean that we experience the peace of knowing that God is with us. That God will sustain us. That God will remain with us. And that even when war breaks out, we can still know that peace of God. Making peace with our God. Give peace a chance. So this morning, the question is, will you give peace a chance? Will you give peace a chance? Have you had fallouts with people in your family? Have you had disagreements with work colleagues? Have you had disagreements with people at school? Will you make that opportunity, will you take that opportunity to give peace a chance in your lives? Making peace with our enemies. And what about in your own mind? Do you have that peace? Do you have peace at this moment in your own mind? Or is your mind jammed full with worries and anxieties? Will you take the opportunity to find peace with yourself? And finally, we have a God who, just as Paul pleaded with the church at Philippi, pleads with us to find peace through his Son, Jesus Christ. Amen.